Welcome to the Extra Point Week 4 edition. Time to make some picks. I'm here with Bobby. Bobby, welcome back. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? It's going yep. pretty Sorry good, I man. Sorry I missed out last night. Just crazy with this whole, uh, you know, moving sucks, man. You know, oh, just, yeah. uh, just closed on the house today. So big Congratulations, little Congratulations, uh, man. Shoulders, so. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, we do not have Matt, unfortunately. We were supposed to have Matt tonight, but I uh, kind of got stuck at work. You know, that's kind of what happens doing this. Uh, work's always going to, ha- unfortunately, have to come first right now until we get paid yeah, to do work it. Work first. <laughs> work first. So, yeah. So, you know, we'll hear from him, I'm sure. Maybe we'll do a little mini podcast or something this week to get, get his word in. But uh, we'll have his picks up on Facebook and Twitter. So you'll definitely see him this week. Uh, he did give us his lock tonight for the uh, Denver, New Jersey. Uh, Denver New York Jets game uh, so, okay. so we'll definitely talk about that as well but let's go ahead and start what we kind of discussed last night and that was the issue with the Titans and uh, some of their players and staff getting uh, COVID so now, official today. Yep, now uh, today they have made it yep like just Bobby said official that the game will be postponed till either Monday or Tuesday there's no uh, word yet on which one of the two days it will be yet but that is now fact that is what is happening we have a delayed game bobby thoughts uh i mean i think we all expected this to eventually happen you know it was kind of shocking that i mean i'll be honest with you i thought it happened week two you know, yeah. or week three you know now going on week four right now it officially happened uh, i think they're taking the right precautions obviously you know um delaying the game the nfl obviously has you know the best testing probably you know i mean out of any sports, you know what I mean? Just like NBA or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're doing the right thing. I was kind of be honest with you right now, man. I was kind of pissed off, you know, when I, when you sent me that text when I was at work, because I'm like, man, I got Derrick Henry and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, same. I'm like, I'm like, are they canceling the game or like, when are they going to replay it? But it's like you said though, I mean, reading the updated highlights or, you know, the headlines right now, they're saying that that's going to be played either Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And, and, and so, I, I, I can mean, see that happening. I mean, they got to do all that, you know, the, the tracing, you know, of, you know, people that might've been interacted or whatnot. But mm-hmm. like I was saying though, this is something that was going to be expected. Nobody, you know, nobody knew the whole season was going to go without any COVID, you know, complications. So right. we're, we're seeing it right now. Week four. Yeah, exactly right. We're seeing our first glimpse of it, and like you said, I think we got a little bit farther than uh, anticipated, that's for sure. Most people feel that way, at least. And, you know, Minnesota, thankfully, hasn't had any issues with it all week, so it looks like they're going to be good to go. Pittsburgh's obviously going to be playing it safe, and then Tennessee cannot go inside of their stadium until Saturday or inside any of their facilities until Saturday. Uh, also, the yeah, so, uh, those players, so, like, was that player personnel, or, I mean, was it, like – It was players and personnel. Was it, coaches, was, was it players, too, that were uh, yes. infected? Yes, uh, three players and five personnel. And five, okay, so, so out of the eight, okay. Yeah. Right. So, so assuming those those three players, I don't know, they haven't just – No starters. I, I don't remember the names off the top of my head, if I'm being honest, but uh, it's, it was no – So starters. those guys, so, so how does that work, though? Those guys are going to sit out for, what, 14 days, two weeks? The, I, I don't know if it's even that long. They'll just be quarantined until they don't show any significant signs at that point, and then they'll And, you know, with the, NFL, day. with the NFL testing, they test every day, the rapid testing and all that. Exactly. Results, so, okay. so, yeah, they'll, be, they'll know what's going on uh, really fast. So we'll see what happens. But uh, the NFL and the NFLPA did put a statement out in regards to safety on the field uh, saying that if the rules continue to be broken and several teams are guilty of breaking these rules uh, and then including the issue that happened with the Vegas Raiders uh, the previous game, 
some sort of situation where they took their masks off so people could see them, fans or something like that, and they got in trouble for that. I, I don't have a full story on that just yet. But basically, they went to the point of saying your team will be obviously suspended and fined, um, and it could also lead to a loss of draft picks. And, Bobby, I know you wanted to say something about that. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, you know, it's one thing to be fined, you know, but it's also one thing to lose a draft pick, you know, because, I mean, you know how much these players get paid in the NFL nowadays. Oh, yeah. Whatever draft pick, it doesn't matter if it's first round or uh, sixth or seventh round, whatnot. I mean, you're talking about a huge investment. So, and I get it that the NFL is, you know, being really strict on this because everybody wants a season. And, you know, you got to follow these, you know, um, these guidelines, you know, with the COVID-19. So, I'm cool with it, you know. Uh, I mean, we all we saw week one and week two, you know, like John Gruden and um, I don't know a couple other coaches. John Gruden, you know, just, uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Uh, yeah. Who else was there? There was a few other ones I can't think of off the top of my head. Oh, uh, um, there was, uh, uh, um, uh, Sean McVay. Uh, coach. Yep, yeah, Sean yeah, McVay. Yep, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I saw him as well. So they took uh, a lot of hefty. Fi- they took a lot of hefty fines on that. And so they were fined, and the organization was fined several millions of dollars in in total right. fines. It, it was rough, but hey, where are you? Hey, what it, are just, supposed it, to just, do, man? it just shows how serious the NFL is right now. And you know, I mean, everybody want. I mean, everybody needs NFL, especially right now the way twenty twenty is. Mm-hmm. We all want football. And, yep. You know, even the coaches want football, and the players want football. Everybody so, wants football. I mean, you got to, you got to, you got you got you got to do that, man. Just go by the rules. I mean, me being a high school coach. I was told we had to wear masks on the sideline too. You know, I pull it down when I make my calls or whatnot, or mm-hmm. I'm talking on the microphone. It sucks, but it is hey, what if it you is. Don't do it, we're not, if you don't do it, we're not going to have football. Exactly right. Exactly right. We got to do it, man. We have to. Let's go ahead and uh, let's jump into picks. Uh, so we covered last night's episode. We uh, talked that Matt won the locks challenge, so he was the last team to be undefeated. We went out fairly early this season. That Jags pick really bit me in the ass. I I was like, you know, I want to pick them once a season, and I feel like if there was any game, this was going to be the game, and sure enough, they let me down right in front of my face. So I got knocked out. Matt is undefeated, yeah. but we still are doing locks for the rest of the season now, so, you know, that is still happening. So we're all out on the locks, sir. We're all, uh, well, Matt's still in. He's still 3-0, so we'll see how far Matt can go. And then we also have regular season champ to crown in that too. So we will see. We're going to keep playing. Uh, did that. you guys mention that? Did you guys mention that last night? Where yeah. were we at on the regular season? Yeah, because I, yeah. I didn't oh, get well, I'm going to give you the update. So, yeah, last night uh, you finished 8-7-1. and one. We did give the tie for the tie game with the Bengals and the Eagles. So I also finished eight the, with the exact same record, 8-7-1. and one, And Matt finished 7-9-1. Uh, and one. So after that, uh, we have – you at 30, 17, and 1, and you're 2 and 1 in your locks. I'm 30, 17, and 1, same thing. 2 and 1 in my locks. And Matt is 28, 19, and 1, with 3 and 0 in his locks. Okay. So that's where we stand. Moving into week four, we'll start with the, uh, the Denver at Jets game. And uh, Jacksonville, Miami, if that wasn't thrilling enough for you here, here's another blockbuster game on Thursday night. Uh, Denver, new, the Jets uh, really just can't get anything going right, and Denver can't keep anybody on the field to do any damage. So, Bobby, talk to me about this game. Who's your pick? Uh, and give us the uh, – give us the uh, – Yeah, I, you know, I'll tell you what, man. This is, you know, this is kind of a dud, you know, for a Thursday night game, to be honest with you. Like a lot of people last week thought the Jacksonville-Miami game was a dud too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a sexy matchup. I like it, though, because, you know, I'm actually, you know, a closet Jags fan. And um, I, I think Miami is showing, you know, like, 
you know, some steps, you know, in the right direction right now. Mm-hmm. So this week, you kind of got one of those, you know, similar type of matchups. Denver's um, on the road at New York. Denver's favored by three. Um, I kind of see this being, you know, kind of a doozy, to be honest with you right now. Denver's obviously suffering the injury bug, as we all know right now. Um, I really don't have much to talk about this. Like I said, Denver's favored by three. But I got this in an upset. I got New York actually getting their first one of the year. This, uh, winning 17 to 13. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, man, I'm going to go with Denver. And it, it, it's, it's, I kind of agree with all your points. I think you made some very valid points. But uh, I don't know. I just think something, somebody's going to get something done in this game. I, I can't see Denver losing this game. And as discombobulated as that Jets team is, I just. I think Denver, if they 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 want to get any chance of getting anything right this season, they got to win here. I know they're decimated with injuries, but uh, I think they turn it around this game and they do something pretty good, get a close one out. It's an ugly game, thirteen to ten. They get it done. Defense ends up being the big uh, big talk of the day. Shock. Yeah, right. I don't think it's going to be that sexy of a football game to watch. I mean, obviously no. we'll still watch it, but you and I have some other scores, and I'm sure Matt will too. Kind of low scoring, mm-hmm. boring, but um, football. Yeah, no, there's there's some games like that this weekend for sure. As as blessed as we as we've been this season, there's a this is a, a different week, different monster of a week. Uh, yeah. We do have Matt's Thursday night pick. This is the only pick I have with him. He is taking Denver in that game. He said he was going with the Broncos, and I will get you his score. Just give me one second here. He is taking them 19 to 16. So again, he's got an ugly game as well. Not a whole lot going on. It, it, it's going to be right. one of those those Thursday night games. It's moving right. to Sunday. We're all, we're all on board. Yeah, which means the game will probably be, end up being 42 to 38. And it'll be an epic nail biter. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, 1 p.m. Baltimore at Washington. Baltimore getting uh getting beat by the Chiefs last week on, on Monday night a hell of a game still one of the top teams obviously going against a Washington football team that lost to the Cleveland Browns last week and also lost Chase Young for multiple weeks uh Bobby what do you see well this is the biggest spread of the week Baltimore is favored by 13 and a half points obviously coming off to um, a tough loss on Monday night where mm-hmm. um you know uh, Lamar Jackson you know obviously was correct when he said that Kansas City is their kryptonite, um, by the way, which was um, really impressive. I'll touch base on that when we talk about Kansas City mm-hmm. or not. But um, Washington football team right now, um, Dwayne Haskins is just very inconsistent. You know, I don't, you know, I'm not writing the book on him. A lot of people are calling for his head right now. Um, I think the clock management could have been better, you know, for, um, you know, you know, for um, Ron Rivera. Because he wasn't, you know, calling timeouts in the uh, end of the first half and the second half. Yeah, I don't that was odd. Yeah, I don't understand. So, a lot of people were, you know, were debating on that. It's like, you know, I, you know, and, and post conferences, he's talking about, hey, I'm here to develop my team. I know it's a work in progress or whatnot. But at the end of the day, though, I mean, you played to win the game. Yeah, you know? and, and like, you weren't on the episode yesterday, uh, but Matt brought it up and he said, word around town is that uh, Rivera's quit, already quit on the team. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, I mean, I don't know, but I I just know like me being as a coach and you as a fan, forget me being a coach or whatnot. Yeah. And you know your team is gonna go through your ups and downs. You're not expected to win the division and go to the Super Bowl or whatnot, but, but you're playing at the, the end win of the day, though, you play to win the game. Absolutely. You, know, you play to win the game. So like regardless of even if you're down two touchdowns or whatnot, like the Cowboys were down that much against the Falcons or whatnot, you still gotta give your team every opportunity to win. That's not fair to the players. Exactly you know? right. You're exactly <laughs> right. 
So, anyways, I mean, in this game, I, I don't really see much of a game. I do actually have Washington, you know, a little bit closer than I thought. I still have Baltimore covering, um, but I have Baltimore winning 38 to 23 in this game. 38 to 23. You're you're really close to mine. Uh, I have Baltimore winning 35 to 17, and I think they. Yeah. I think it's it's a beat a beating in the first half, and then. Uh, Washington kind of gets it rolling a little bit in the second half, but it's really just garbage time. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, not close all along. Yeah. But yeah, that's there. There you go. Uh, we can do the uh, Pittsburgh Tennessee game. It was slated for one o'clock, so I have it next in my lineup. So we'll go ahead and cover that one next. You have a th- yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you start this one. Obviously, right now. Yeah, yeah. I had the last two, but um, um, you know, Pittsburgh on the road at Tennessee. I mean, this is one of the closest spreads of the week. Pittsburgh's uh, favored by one point. Close game. What do you got? Both uh both teams three and zero, and we're gonna find out which one of these teams is the is the real team and which team's the pretender, to an extent. So, uh, Steelers haven't had any crazy matchups this season. Uh, they've played the Broncos, the Giants, and then last week, uh, give me who they play last week. I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head. Uh, goodness, I'm pulling it up right now. Good thing for the internet. I'm gonna pull it up to you right I'm now. Telling you, uh, the Texans. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Texans. So uh, they they play all they played close games with all these teams, but the teams are combined 0 and 9 record. So it's kind of a a shocking statistic with Pittsburgh. Tennessee has had some close games with some you know teams that aren't looking as well. Jacksonville being one of them. They were very close with that one. They were close against uh, Minnesota last week in a 30-31 game. Who's 0 and 3? So. You know we're gonna find out who the real or the real team is in this one, and I think Pittsburgh is back, man. I've been on their uh, on their bandwagon the last few weeks as it comes to them matching up well against these opponents, and I think Big Ben's got this offense rolling. Call it what you will, their their wins against these teams with no no wins to their own credit, but uh, it, it's building confidence in Pittsburgh, and I think that goes a long way with that team and with Mike Tomlin. So I pick Pittsburgh to win this one. I think it's gonna be a close rushing battle. Give me Pittsburgh in at 28-24. Uh, I'm very similar with you on this pick, um, Wes. I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm pretty much on board like you are right now with Pittsburgh. I'm a really big fan of that defense right now. I think Big Ben's kind of have a little bit of a resurgence mm-hmm. you know, as far as, you know, uh, this deep in his career. Tennessee is obviously a decent football game, a uh, decent football team. I love Mike Brable. Obviously, you know, um, Derrick Henry, you know, can always possess problems, you know, pounding the football like that which to me is going to be a smash-mouth football game. You know, I mean, Steelers defense, you know, against a strong running offense with Tennessee. Um, but I do have Tennessee uh, – I'm sorry, I do have Pittsburgh winning this game 26-20. to 26-20. Nice right, right? A little high score than I thought, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got Tennessee winning this 26-20. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's going to be really one of the better games to watch. Obviously, now it's not a Sunday game, but I think it'll be a really good matchup. I I like this one for two really big contenders in the AFC and two teams that uh, have the opportunity to take a really big lead in their division. So we'll see. We will see. Tampa Bay is hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers coming off a loss to the Panthers, and Justin Herbert threw it all over the place. Threw the ball almost 60 times. We discussed that last night as well. Uh, yeah. The Broncos took a loss to the Buccaneers. The Bucs kind of came in and dominated that game. It wasn't really even close. Uh, they are, do lose Godwin again, though. So Godwin is out again. I still have Tam- uh, Tampa taking this game 24-14. to uh, 14. 
think uh, Herbert throws it all over the place, but it, it starts resulting in picks. And this will be a good time to hopefully get Tyrod back. Uh, hopefully he's healed up from that punctured lug by then so they can have him back on the as the starting QB. And kind of put to rest uh, making Herbert the starter for the rest of the year. That's just my view on it. But give me Tampa Bay in this one. Bobby, what you got? Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, Tampa's at home, favored by seven and a half. I mean, obviously they're starting to show the team that they're, you know, you know, on paper, mm-hmm. you know, as of late. Obviously, after that week one loss to New Orleans, um, we're kind of seeing, you know, Brady kind of settled down. And like you said, though, Godwin being out, I think we'll, you know, have a little bit of an effect. But, I mean, there's so many weapons on that team, and no it, matter what. Or, yeah. Not to cut you off, but they uh, no. they got Gronkowski involved last week, too. And I was talking to Sawyer with that, uh, about that, actually. He, he got involved for the first time, really. He had all season. So that was, that was interesting. And we, and, we, and, we, and, we, and we knew it was going to take him a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's been out of the league for a while, you know, for a year or two. So, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, people got to realize that, I mean, this is, we're probably, like, right now, we're just getting out of the preseason. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as, you know, game wise. So. I think we should see the level of football, you know, um, start getting better, even though I don't think it was that bad for the first. No, three weeks. I think it's been great. Yeah. So, like, we're pretty much getting into, like, regular season mode right now. Uh, I like Tampa in this game a lot. Like you say about Herbert, I mean, I think I, I, I'm a fan of him in the future. Right now, I think it's just going to be too much for him to overcome. You know, that's a long trip going across country, oh, yeah. you know, to Tampa, even though there's no fans when Tampa's favored by seven and a half. I really don't see this as much of a close game. I think Brady has a, a really nice performance. I actually see um, Leonard Fournette slowly starting to get more and more involved in this offense and um, then pounding the ball a little bit more. Um, I got I got Tampa winning this game 35-13. Tampa Bay getting it done. Sweep with me and Bobby. We'll see what Matt has to say in the coming days. Seattle at Miami. Both teams coming off very dominant, impressive wins in primetime, actually. And uh, it is in Miami. Bobby, you want to give us a spread, and I'll I'll start it off. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and let you take this because this is my book at what Bobby picked of the week. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and uh, and then I'll talk about this during my segment. But um, Seattle, you know, um, at Miami, Seattle's favored by six and a half. There you go. Seattle, uh, I mean, this is this is Russell Wilson's next big game. I mean, he's my favorite for MVP. He has been since the beginning of the season. And Kill it right he is, I can't even tell you off the top of my head, but he had five. Like 14 yeah, something like that. He had five the other night, no picks uh, against your boys. I think it's 14. I think it's 14 in three games. So, I mean. The, mo- the most in NFL history, 14 in three games. And that's all you really need to know. So at the end of the day, give me Seattle. We uh, getting the W. Russell Wilson looks like an MVP. Fitzpatrick kind of goes back to how he's been. You know the off and on look. I do have Miami getting off to a pretty decent start with kind of rolling with the momentum, but Seattle just kind of takes over. Maybe an t- early turnover by Fitzpatrick sparks it, but uh, Seattle wins it in a big one, 35-17. Okay. Yep. Minnesota at Houston. Texans 0-3, Minnesota 0-3. Both these teams desperate, desperate, desperate for a win in their divisions where they both have undefeated leaders. Bobby, who are you taking? Yeah, I'll go ahead and lead on this right now. I mean, Houston's at home, favored by three and a half points. Like you said, both teams are very desperate for a win right now. Um, whew, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, I think I took Minnesota to win the division you know, in the mm-hmm. NFC North, mm-hmm. and it's sure not looking like that right now, no, especially the way that Green Bay is playing. Um, Dalvin Cook, I mean, I think turned it up a little bit last week. He's, you know, obviously trying to, 
you know, um, live up to the expectations, you know, after that big contract that he got. Uh, I, to me, this is like, like you said, though, this is desperation mode for both teams. I, I see Deshaun Jackson getting this, or Deshaun Watson, I'm sorry, getting this win at home in this one, 23 to 21 in a really good competitive football game. 23-21. Okay, yeah. No, I think it's going to be a good game, too. I think that defense of Minnesota will finally kind of get something going against this Houston team, but I think Deshaun Watson's going to be the difference maker, and him and Fuller will get involved because they haven't really gotten involved. He has a really good receiving core. None of them are that star-studded number one, honestly, right now, but they should be able to get more done than they're doing right now, and it all falls in that offensive line. Get that offensive so, line fixed, and they can be a competitive team just like that. So if you're if you're a Minnesota fan right now going for are you in panic mode? Or oh yeah, yeah. No, I've been mode? in panic mode since week two. I've been in panic mode since week two, and, and that's because yeah. how good Green Bay looks. It has nothing to do about how they look at all, you know. But they're they're losing important ground right now, early, early, early in the season. You can't afford to do that with Aaron Rodgers in your division. You can't. Right, and you're going, you know, you're going into week four, which is a quarter way through the season right now. You never want to start going for it. I'm not saying that it's over for. Them. Pull to dig out of, especially the way Green Bay is playing right now, like you said. Yeah, um, so in this one, I am actually taking Houston to get it done. I have uh, Minnesota falling to that 0-4, and if you're not in that panic mode, you need to be in it because, I mean, Kirk Cousins doesn't do well coming back. So give me Houston in this one, 24-20. Very close uh, scores are well uh, again. Uh, we have New Orleans at Detroit. New Orleans has kind of uh, taken a step back from what we thought they were going to be early on in the season, especially with that win versus Tampa to start it. Last week, they take a loss to a really good Green Bay Packers team, though. So, I mean, I don't know how you're looking about this team right now, but I'm kind of worried. But they are facing Detroit, and I think this is a good opportunity for them to have a rebound. Yeah, I mean, I kind of do, too. I mean, th- I mean, this game, I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. New Orleans is, you know, on the road. They're favored by four. Um Detroit's one of those teams, though, man. I mean, you know, they had a really impressive win last week, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and Matt Stafford is, you know, he's looking pretty sharp, you know, uh, you know, so far this year right now. New Orleans had a really good showing this week. Um, this is going to be a really close game. I mean, Alvin Kamara is, well, I mean, you know, a lot of times when players sign these super deals like he did or not, I know my dad had him in our fantasy league oh you yeah know, we discussed that heavily that, last night yeah, like 42 one point i mean this guy like it's almost to the point like is he gonna be is he a receiver or is he a running back you know? he's i mean he's, we we have to look at him in the same light we look at christian mccaffrey at this point you know he can do both now that that's what he right. is i mean he he i think he proved that last season as well but i mean especially with cmc out that that dude is uh, he's unstoppable and, and not having michael thomas that's that's big right. Yeah, he's he's a monster. There's no question about it, man. I mean, I mean, if he keeps up what he's doing right now, I mean, I'm not. I mean, you can gotta put him in an MVP conversation as well in the top five or whatnot. Um, I mean, this is. I mean, this is gonna be a really good game too. I mean, he's, this is one game right here that I have really, really close right here. Like I said, New Orleans is favored by four. You know, on the road, I think Detroit's gonna make this a game. Detroit's one of those teams. They've always been that type of team that they're always gonna be competitive no matter what. They don't get blown out. You know, they they seem to find a way to lose late. Yeah. Um, I think they keep this game really close in the fourth quarter, but I got New Orleans winning 32 to 28 in a very entertaining football game. That's wild. That is wild, man. Our scores have been very similar tonight. I have New Orleans doing the same thing, and I agree with you. They're a team that does keep it close. Um, and that being said, I actually have the the uh, New Orleans Saints winning 
34 to 31 in the three-point game. Yeah, it's close. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're really close on these. Kind of on point right there with our project. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey two great minds think light, right? That's right. That's right. We, Every we day. talk about this all the time, man. I mean, we're nerds when it comes to this shit. We so, might as uh, we're zoning in right now. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland at Dallas. Give us a spread, and then I'll start us off. Yeah. So um, you know, um, Dallas is at home, favored by four and a half. Favored by four and a half. I am taking that every day of the week. This is a good rebound game for them. Uh, I'm not saying to sleep on Cleveland because they can get the job done, put up against a wall. But I think with what Dallas has shown the last few weeks, as long as they prepare for this game like they do any other game, they'll be just fine. I think Dak uh, it plays better this week, and he played fine last week, but less less uh, turnovers. And let's get Zeke. Uh, let's get Zeke going, man. Let's let's what's going on. I, I want to hear what you have to say about Zeke because I didn't see enough of him last week. So, um, I got Dallas winning this game. I think they get the job done, 35-24. Yeah, I mean we're 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 very close on that. Uh, talking about that Zeke point, yeah, that was last week. Was just uh, I'm not disappointed that much in Zeke. It's almost more to the point right now, being a Dallas fan, that I think they're just to the point where it's just like, I don't know if it's who's making the, is it Kellen Moore? Is it Mike McCarthy? It, it like what's... McCarthy, you know, like that, you know, wants to cause Dak is thrown. I mean, Dak's thrown for almost 1200 yards in three games right now. You know right. I mean? He's, he's on the pace right now to break the record all time for most passing yards in the season. If it goes, and we always knew, we knew that we know that he has great receiving core, you know, with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup and CD lamb. And, um, and we know Dak can throw the ball. Turnovers are an issue. He turned the ball over three times last week. I, to me, you know, you're not you're not going to be a successful football team if you don't run run the ball. You got to have a running game. I don't care how good you are. Even the even back in the day when you know the Rams won the Super Bowl, you know, with Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, and oh yeah, Marshall Falk, and all that. Man, I mean, they still ran the ball. Um, I. I got Dallas winning this game, you know, running away with it. I think, you know, their next five games are very winnable. I mean, they play the Giants, the the Jets, Indy, and um, I'm not sure who else, or Cleveland uh, this Saturday or Sunday as well. I got Dallas, you know, obviously scoring a lot of points, winning this game 42 to um, 30. I just – that defense, though, is just – not there. That's not a championship defense for me right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, anybody that plays them, you know, especially a team that has weapons like Cleveland does, they're going to score points. So Dallas is one of those teams that they're going to have to win games, you know, by shootouts right now until they figure out what's going on in defense. I agree 100%. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Uh, Jags coming off an embarrassing uh, Thursday night loss with a lot of time to think about it. Cincinnati tying versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you kind of consider that one a win, Bob? Uh, yeah, I do a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I do. That's, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I think I'm, I'm as conflicted as you are about it because I, of how disappointed I am in Philly this season. Me too. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm very disappointed in MC East right now because yeah. you know, that's a division that we take a lot of pride on in that division right now. And it's, um, you guys in Washington, I believe are leading the division at uh one and two, I believe. Yep, one and two, and then you got the Giants at zero and three, who are really struggling right now. And then you got Philly, Philly at zero two and one. What one? Oh two and one. Oh two and one. Oh two and one. Right. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and take the lead on this, since you know the Jags are your team. Um, yeah. Since he's uh, favored, you know, at home by three. Um, 
I, I, you know, Josh Burroughs, man, he, Burroughs is going to be a good quarterback. I just really think that he's just trying too much right now. He's taking a lot of hits. I think his coach came out publicly and said today that he really wants him to calm down a little bit and slow the game down and just take it as what it is. Jacksonville is a very tricky team to me right now. Like they're one of those teams, Wes, that like one week I see just, and you gotta, you gotta, I mean, Jacksonville is one of those teams that, they, they're, they're for what they were doing right now with their roster, even though that performance that you were at last Thursday, they really shit the bed on that, you know, oh, yeah. against Miami and shits, uh, Fitzpatrick and all that. Who knows? They're the hardest team to me to figure out right now. You know, I, I think they're overperforming because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I see this team still winning six or seven games this year. I don't see them winning this week. I see Cincinnati actually getting a win in this game, 24 to 20. But who knows? I mean, that was that was probably my hardest pick this week because I don't know what to expect from Jacksonville week after week. Yeah, so let me let me go ahead and start off with this. And I hate having this conversation because it goes. I always get defense. Like people think I get defensive about it, or like I don't want to admit that but we you were always, bad. But you always keep, you always keep a one hundred on your team, though. That's yeah. Why we do this. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm gonna be I'm brutally honest with them. We got outplayed. We were the worst team. I watched it. I was there. I saw it live. We were the worst team, and I blame a lot of it on play calling and lack of opening up the playbook on the side of, on the side of Gruden. I mean, Gruden didn't. I saw nothing from Lavisca. So there was some. There I saw, was some bad. I don't mean to cut you off. There were some bad calls in that. So game, that's where I'm heading. That's where I'm heading. I'm heading that way. But there were some really bad calls in that game, and on both sides. I actually was sitting next to a Miami Dolphins fan, and we were discussing it half the game about how bad the calls were. There was uh, you had a pass interference call on Jacksonville on uh, uh, on who did really good, honestly. And I can't remember the receiver, but the receiver pulled his arm and got the pass interference on the defense. So that that was a terrible call. Uh, Miami had a very similar scenario that didn't get called. And then Cam Robinson gets ejected in the middle of a scrum when the ball is fumbled because the ref jumps in there a little soon and, and he's just trying to get out of there and hits the yeah, ref. I thought, and, that, I thought that was I thought that was bullshit, man. Yeah, no, and, and everyone. So refs, get your shit together. This is killing me. I mean, and Conley was the drive killer last week, but another issue that the Jags had last week was their kicking. Lambo was out. Uh, Wright was the kid's name. I mean, they had fourth and six inside, t- uh, you know, Lambo territory, so inside 50 yards or you know, right around 50 yards, and they went for it on a fourth and six, and then she took the sack, turned it over, and the Dolphins eventually went to score a touchdown on that drive. So, not having Lambo definitely hurts. Uh, the Jags did pick up Hauschka. And Rojas, the former Giants kicker, Hauschka got injured today, believe it or not, hurt his hip. So they do still have Rojas on the roster. I don't know who's starting this weekend at this point. But uh, if they have DJ Chark back, I think that was the big missing piece last week. He's questionable. He did practice today, so I have every reason to believe he's going to play. I think if he's back, you get your big play threat back, and Jacksonville becomes more than just a one-dimensional team. Uh, uh, Minshew 0 for 5 on passes over 10 yards. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, the, the last few weeks, like that, yeah, and that's that leads me back to my point of how they just kind of shut the playbook, almost. I mean, there was just nothing but these little. I, mean, I was excited to go to that game just to see something different. I hadn't seen that type of offense that we had had in the last well, a couple of weeks, and we were eleventh in offense at that point. So it came out of nowhere. I do have Jacksonville winning this game. I do think it's going to be an ugly one. Uh, it, it's tw- I have them winning twenty-one twenty over Cincinnati and a really close one. I mean, it, it's going to yeah, be ugly. And like, yeah. 
Yeah, and like I said, though, this was probably the hardest game for me to pick this week, man. It was pretty much a coin toss right there on that, so I just kind of went with the home team. But, yeah. Yeah, Indianapolis at Chicago. Colts looking to get a win. Chicago still undefeated. Still undefeated. And uh, Nick Foles is their starter now permanently until further notice. Uh, there is no more QB competition. He stole it last week coming back, beating the Falcons, second uh, quarterback to do it in two weeks. Uh, Bobby, spread, and let's hear about it. Well, uh, Indy's favored by two and a half at Chicago. Um, like you said, I mean, I'm not going to really talk talk much about this game. Foles is the starter. I see him, on, you know, um, his first start of the year for them coming back, and I got uh, Chicago in this game 24-20. Dude, I can't believe I'm saying this. I jumped on. I have Chicago getting the job done too. I think Foles has just proved last week how much better that team can be around him. And I think the team's already rallied around him anyway. So I just – and it was crazy, man. I, I I looked at uh Mitch Trubisky on the sideline, and it was like a deer in headlights. He was just lost. I You could tell he knew that was it. And uh, now that Foles is running the boat, as long as they keep winning, he will be looking for a job next season. That is a promise. But this – and Foles gets it done this week. Chicago gets the win 21-14. to Low-scoring game. Arizona at Carolina. Both teams, well, Car- both teams with surprising games. So Carolina, in my eyes, was a surprising win, and Arizona was definitely a surprising loss. So, does Arizona get it turned around this week, or do they lose two in a row? Go. So, um, I, I like Arizona in this game right now. I mean, Arizona's at home, or actually, I'm sorry, Arizona's on the road, favored by three and a half. Obviously, Carolina, you know, being out with McCaffrey. How much longer is he out west, by the way? Uh, I think he's out at least – they said two to six weeks, so he was trying to beat that. So, I mean, technically he should be back now. But in all reality, you're probably looking at at least two to three more weeks. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, Arizona coming off, off a loss last week. I really like them as a football team this year. I think um, I think Kyler Murray and um, – is Hopkins hurt, by the way? I think I got a little notice that he got banged up this week. I'm not sure about that. I think that. he got banged up, but I think he'll be a, he'll be starting this I think weekend. Yeah, I think he's going to be okay to play. I see Arizona actually making a big rebound this week after a tough loss last week. And um, I got Arizona winning this game. They're favored by three and a half on the road. I got them actually winning 24 to 10. Yeah. Actually, and um, we'll talk about our locks and all that. But, I mean, that's one of mine that I think was going to be a lock. You got to decide that. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, I have Arizona getting the job done too, man. Close one uh, throughout. I think that Arizona will pull away late, though. I need to see. Uh, I need to see this team close it out. I need to see Kyler Murray not turn the ball over. That was my issue with him last year, and he had been pretty quiet starting out, but now it's starting to rear its ugly head, and I'm not happy about it because this kid's awesome. So let's get that under control. But they get it done in this one. Uh, another close one, 28-13. I like, really I like Arizona this year, though, man. I, I really do. do. One of those teams that's going to – I've picked like, them every week to win. Every, yeah. They let yeah, me down last week. So. Those, yeah. They're going to be fun to watch. For sure. Giants at Rams, your 405 game. I mean, what is there to really yeah. say? The yeah, Rams I mean, – this, yeah, I mean, uh, this, this, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. This Giants team is so banged up. Uh, the Rams should – this should be no problem for the Rams, honestly. It, it, I have them winning this one in a pretty – one of my biggest margins of the week. Uh, 35 to three. Well, Wes, you and I are on board on that. LA is at home, fair by 13 points. The, um, I think that is the second biggest spread. Baltimore is 
the biggest spread with mm-hmm. 13 and a half against the Washington football team. And then this one, the Rams are favored by 13. Really not, not much to talk about this. Um, the Giants just really aren't a good football team right now in my eyes. No. And uh, with Saquon yeah. it, it out, it, it's even And Danny Dimes is just not getting a cut. They just don't have the playmakers. The Rams are a team that are, you know, I mean, they're competitive. I mean, yes. they're looking good. Yeah. Um, there's, I don't see this close. I got Rams 40, Giants 14. There you go. There you go. 425 game, Buffalo at Las Vegas. Both these teams have been pretty impressive to start the season. You know, the Raiders, I definitely didn't expect a lot of this year. I think I had them the worst team in the AFC West. I can't remember if that was it. I think it was the Chargers then them. But uh, they're 2-1 and one and impressive, and this Bills team's been mighty impressive, and I think this will be a good test for them to kind of scale and see where they're at. But go ahead and give us a spread, and I can lead it off. So Buffalo's uh, on the road um, in Vegas. Buffalo's favored by three. Yeah, and uh, man, I think this I think this is the first game the Bills lose, man. I think this Raiders team gets it done. I think this this is an upset game for me. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I picked Buffalo. I picked Buffalo. I I, I went back and forth so bad with this game, uh, and then you can tell in the podcast itself. I'm still going back and forth, but no. Let me stick with my gut. I went with Buffalo. I'm going to go with them. I think the Raiders are going to really keep it close this entire game. And maybe a late mistake is what cost them, and, and that has been the Achilles heel to the Raiders. I think that it, it cost them this game, though, and I think they're a really good football team. They just need to tidy up on the mistakes. Uh, but give me – I have the Bills in this one, 20, uh, 28-27. I have a close one. 28-27. You, you and I are really on point, West this week. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> <laughs> really are. Um, obviously, Buffalo is a team I'm really high on. Yes, you know, I have same. Them, you know, uh, predicted them one of the AFC East this year. Um, obviously, in the road, on the road, even though home field advantage, like I say, always say, is not you know anything this year with the whole COVID nineteen thing. I'm a huge fan of the new stadium over in Las Vegas, yes. and I know they're going to compete when I. But I got, I mean, Allen to me right now, I mean, outside of Russell Wilson, uh, I got him as you know, I mean, he's playing MVP style football right now. Yes, I mean, he is so impressive as a quarterback right now. Absolutely, he's got. He's got a really good connection. He's not make, making many mistakes. He can run the ball too. The guy's like a linebacker run the ball. He's you know he's got that connection with Diggs and all that. I like Buffalo in this game. 28-23. really close game. Okay, there you go. Very close. Very close and very similar. Uh, second of the two four twenty five games. New England at Kansas City. Both these teams have been impressive to start of the season. I, I I had had my doubts last week of the Chiefs after that Chargers game, and that's why I picked Baltimore to win it. But they proved me wrong, and. Uh, We'll see what they bring to the table as Bill Belichick, Cam Newton, and the Patriots come in. What you got, Bobby? This is a good week, I'll tell you what, man. This is a really good week. This is a really fun game to watch. Is this a 4 o'clock spot game? 425, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to have my eyes on this game yeah. uh, since Dallas is playing the 1 o'clock spot. Um, Kansas City is so impressive, man. I mean, how can you say they're not? I mean, you know, Monday night, like, I don't know if, like, you're a nerd like I am, obviously. Those different formations that they just throw out and all the weapons that Kansas City has, I just it's just it's just so hard to beat that team right now. I mean, you know, you got Tyreek Hill, you know, at, out wide, at slot. They even have him out in the backfield, you know, with Kelsey, you know, Harden and all these guys. It's um it's tough. I mean, New England's gonna battle. They're always gonna battle. There's no question about it. Kansas City's favored. You know, at home, this game by seven points. But, I mean, this is going to be a real close game. I actually wanted to take New England, 
but I, I did can't too. go against I, I can't I can't go against Kansas City right now until I see they, they're just showing me greatness right now. So I got Kansas City winning this game thirty to twenty four. Look, until I see a dent in this team's armor, I I can't go against them again. I shouldn't have did it last weekend. And me and Matt talked about it last night, and we both had the exact same reason for picking the Baltimore Ravens, and it was that we felt that regular season Lamar Jackson was going to get the job done against the Chiefs, and they were going to meet again in the playoffs, and the Chiefs were going to get it done and keep going. So we both thought the exact same thing, and uh, both took L's on that. So I'm going with Kansas City this week, getting the job done. If it was in Foxborough, maybe I think it would be a little bit closer just because it's Foxborough. But give me KC. Uh, in this one, it's going to be a low-scoring-ish game, 24-21. But I think uh, I think Patriots keep it close, man. I have a lot of respect for this team. Yeah. No, no, I mean, they're going to keep it close. I mean, it's a Bill Belichick-built football team. You know, I mean, as long as he's there as a coach. and They got a shot. Newton is playing at a high level right now. So he's definitely going to, you know, keep you know them in the game. Mahomes is playing, you know, ridiculous right now. So, yeah, I think we all can agree on that. Sunday night game probably was anticipated to be a little more competitive than it is. You got the 0-2-1 Eagles going to visit the 49ers at 2-1. I think this team is starting to come back together, the 49ers, uh, as far as their injured pieces. Obviously, you're not getting Bosa back uh, or Solomon Thomas, but, you know, all that offensive, I think Jimmy G's coming back. Um, I don't know the, the status on Mostert yet, but they have a very good back in McKinnon behind them that can handle the load. So they're starting to piece things back together, and uh, this is a good time to take advantage of a bad Eagles team. Yeah. Yeah, I'll start off with this right here. I mean, yeah. Philly asked San Fran. You know, San Fran's favored, you know, by six and a half. I mean, they're at home. Um, I think Carson Wentz's uh, days might be numbered right here. I mean, if they don't win this game, I mean, uh, yeah. they're, they're going to be – uh, I think we could see a Jalen Hurts very soon, you know, that traffic that they took. I, and rumor was that they were even thinking about, you know, putting him in last week, but it didn't happen. Um, they're going to battle. I think this is going to be a really, really close game. I like San Fran at home with this game, though, 21 to 20. And I would not be surprised to see um, Oklahoma, well, Alabama, then Oklahoma quarterback Hurts actually take over the spots of once. I think we might see. Carson Wentz, his days, I'm not saying end, but I could see a quarterback change. I could see maybe a quarterback change. That's a freaking bold prediction if I've ever heard one. Um, yeah. Look, I, I I agree he's been very bad, but after giving him all that money, they're going to keep him in as their starter. Uh, they have to. They can't afford not to because to give up on him now would to would be to uh, to kind of throw in the towel on the season and I know that the Philadelphia Eagles don't they don't do that. Yeah, but so. not throwing the towel though. Not throwing the towel. No, I I, I get where you're coming from. Well. I totally get where you're coming from, but that that's just the way I view it in my eyes and I think that's the way Philly fans cuz they don't play. We both know that um Philly fans do not play. So They don't accept losing either. I know? think this is not their ideal season right now. I think there's a good in between to to this to alleviate that and they take some pressure off of Carson Wentz and I think a good idea would be used to use them um he hurts like they use Taysom Hill for the uh for the Saints. Now he's not gonna be that tight end style, but he can be used as a secondary quarterback to really kind of mix things up here and there. So I have San Francisco winning this game. I think Jalen Hurts is in this game at what capacity I don't know if he's gonna be in some sort of like kind of trick style plays or you know maybe some direct snaps stuff like that that'll be interesting to see but in the end i think carson wentz does stay as the qb but i do think they take the loss in this one and i think is i think 
49ers get it done pretty pretty handedly. They win uh, 28 to 10. Yep. All right, Monday night, Atlanta, Green Bay. What could end up being a doubleheader game? This could be the first of two. So Atlanta, <laughs> I mean, the last two weeks has just been a shit show from them. I mean, it was probably worse than the debate last night. So they 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 cannot get it together on defense. Quinn still has a job there. Um. And they're going against Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, who's firing on all cylinders. Uh, probably the best I've seen him in a while. So I have Green Bay in this one not even close. I think Atlanta is completely defeated right now. If they come out and play at all, I'll be impressed. Because they that I, I don't know how you recover from not one but two weeks of that. I mean, come on. Give me, give me Green Bay in this one. It's going to be a rough game. It's going to get worse before it gets better, Falcons fans. Trust me, I've been there. 42-20. to 20. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, Green Bay's at home. Tear by seven and a half. I wish Matt was on tonight. I do too. Man. I know. I know, I know he's got that, something to say. This isn't part of my bold predictions this week, mm-hmm. but my second bold prediction is that Atlanta jumps out to an early lead in this game. No. In Green Bay, and they're gonna don't say it. Fight all they can for Quinn. You know, as far as you know him, everybody wants everybody in Atlanta wants him fired right now. I mean, <laughs> yes, and, and a lot of people think it should already happen or whatnot. Matt included. Um, I think I think they keep it close. I think they have the lead at halftime, but I got Green Bay running away late in the game. Another oh, debacle. Man. Another debacle <laughs> for Atlanta. I got Green Bay winning 38-28, and I got Quinn getting fired next week. The first coach fired this year. Oh, man, can you believe it in the year of uh, Marone and Gase that you're seeing Quinn go first, you know, the, the Giants? Yeah. I mean, like, all of these teams that have been so bad this year, and Quinn's going to be the first one out the door. I mean, it is what it is. Matt said it's time, so if he says it's time, I believe him. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's it's all acceptable, though. Oh, 100%. 100% unacceptable. It's, it's, How can you let that happen? How can you let that happen multiple weeks in I mean, a row, you especially – you should have beat Dallas, you know. Yes, I mean, 100% you know, no, should have beat nobody, Dallas. Nobody, no question. Uh, last week, you up 14 points again and then, you know, lose. I, I don't know what happened. To a backup, no less. I know it's Nick Foles, but still, you know, yeah. I and I talked to a couple other people about it today. I mean, I, I know that, that defenses can have trouble when a new QB comes in the game sometimes based on game plans. But, I mean, to fall apart like that against, against Foles was – you can't. Especially on top of all that, the momentum you should have gotten from picking off his first play, his first play, and you got an interception. So the momentum was pouring in Atlanta's direction, and just like the Nile, it went in the opposite direction. And here we are, we're talking about them 0 and 3 when they should damn well be at least 2 and 1. So so what? So I'm gonna ask you this right now. Atlanta loses this game this week. Does Quinn have a job next week? Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna give you that answer because I wanna I wanna give you as honest of an answer I, as I can. And for me to give you an honest answer, I have to see who they play next week. You you, be, you being the host on this podcast right now, I wanna know, you know, because I just predicted that he won't. I wanna know like what you think. No, I know I know Matt wants him out. So no, I'm gonna tell you no. He's not gonna get fired this week. I'm gonna tell you if they take a loss in this game, this is a very good Green Bay team and. They take a loss in this one. If they keep it competitive, now if they get blown out, that might be a whole different story. I don't see Atlanta getting blown out, and I have them as a pretty different score, but I think that that's kind of 
it stays close till the end of the game and they kind of take over late. Um, but that being said, I don't have them having a big lead or blowing a lead at any point during the game. Right, I think so, they trail. But to, to to stop stalling and give you the answer, they're gonna if if they're gonna fire Quinn, it's gonna be the following week if he loses to the Panthers. The Panthers are, are who's next? It's an NFC South rival. If I'm if I'm Arthur Blank, that that's the game I have circled, and and I'm gonna look one week further into week six of their schedule because I'll tell you right now, if they have a bye week. It's exactly what's going to happen because let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. And they don't have a bye week. They play the uh, they play the Vikings. So they, you could even see that week too. Another the potential 0-4 team that you'd face or 0-5 team depending. So if you're asking me what week, I'm I'm thinking week five is going to be the week he gets fired. Week five, week right, six. So, so what about if they jump up on Green Bay early in the game like and, they've done to everybody and, and then, then blow it? Lose that game late because of brain farts or whatever we want to call it. I don't know. I, I don't if know. They, if, they, if they lose this game in the same fashion that they have the last three games, then somebody's getting fired. Is that going to be if, enough? If, if they if they don't win this game and they lose it like that, somebody's getting fired. And I agree that I mean it's time to move on. I agree. But if I'm playing as objective based as I can, I guarantee you a coordinator goes before you see the head coach go. And then the, then the fire show will go. Yep, and then and then begin to watch the meltdown. At that point, the team's going to start hitting rock bottom, or they're going to respond. So we'll see. I know they. This is one of the most talented teams on paper in the league on offense. On offense, defense, they have so many injuries and they're banged up. And we don't talk about how banged up they are, but they're pretty banged up defense. So I mean, but the problem is, is that they're holding them early and late. They're losing it. So what? This is the veteran mindset where they're just getting comfortable but how do you get comfortable in a game like last week versus the bears when the week prior you knew exactly what happened you knew exactly how you got beat by that and this is a worse team than the cowboys team that cowboys team on offense is amazing so i mean i could kind of see it with dallas but with chicago are you serious right right Right. And, and, and i agree with you on that like i don't think a lot of people can disagree right now that dallas probably has the most high high powered offense in the NFL right now. Yeah. Maybe outside of Seattle or not. But you yeah, exactly. You can even have Atlanta in conversation with that and and I listened to the announcer and he made a perfect point that Atlanta late in the game when they were when they've been up these last two weeks they're doing stuff that isn't what they do and they win the they were winning the game by running the ball in deep passes and they get away from that and do these 5 or 10 yard slants and 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 button hooks and stuff like that and they're just I mean they're throwing incompletions. They're not running time off the clock. They're not moving the ball down the field. They're just kind of trying. They're not doing anything. They're literally doing the worst possible thing they can do: play after play after play after play. Tough, tough time for uh, Falcons fans. Right yeah, now. tough times, man. Tough times. All right, let's move on from that. We did. Uh, you said your lock was Arizona, correct? Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So my, my lock. So yeah. My, yep. Yeah. My lock of the week is uh, Arizona um, minus three and a half. Uh, over Carolina, I got Arizona winning twenty-four to ten, so that's my lock. Arizona. My, my lock is Seattle. I have Seattle getting the win over Miami. And speaking of Seattle, Miami, I know you had that as your lock of the week, so let's go ahead and hear it. Uh, my book it with Bobby those this week. Um, you know what? I like this game a lot. I'll be honest with you right now. I'm I'm kind of on board. I'm a little bit of a fan of Miami right now. Um, I, I, I like the way that, you know, they have um, their seventh-round pick last year. And uh, my Husky boy, Gaskins, you know, kind of being their feature back, even though it's all about committee. Uh, but 
this being said, though, this is the longest trip, you know, in the NFL. You know, Seattle going all the way to Miami. You can't get any farther than that when it comes. That's going to be a challenge in itself. Miami is rested because they played Thursday night. Um, you know, that's a big edge for the Dolphins. You know, you get those extra three days of rest. But to me, that's about it. Nobody has been able to and won't stop Russell Wilson right now. Russell Wilson, hands down, you're not a football fan if you don't think that this guy right now is head above shoulders, the MVP Thank in this you. league right now. Thank you. Nobody can, nobody can deny that right no, there. Absolutely. I don't see, I, I don't see, um, I see Miami, you know, being a challenge. I mean, they, they battle in their house. Like I said, that's a long trip. I just don't see them slowing down Russell Wilson. I, I expect another MVP performance by Russell yes. Wilson. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I have more on so, Russell Wilson you know, later, book it, too. Book, book it with Bobby. Don't sell your wife. Don't sell your life. <laughs> Seattle keeps on rolling, man. Seattle wins that 34 to 20. They're going to cover the spread. That's it. Seattle 34 to 20. There you go. There you go. Seattle getting the dub for Bobby, and that wraps up our week's picks. Let's go ahead and finish off here with some bold predictions. I'm going to let you go first with your bold prediction. Last week we didn't do it. We took a week off from them, mainly because I forgot. But anyway, let's go ahead and uh, let, let, let's do our bold predictions, man. You got one off the top of your head, or did you want me to start? No, I'll go. Go I, ahead. I, I, got, I got two. I mean, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go with my boys, not being a homer or whatnot. I think we're going to have a rebound game after a tough game in Seattle last week. Um, Dak Prescott's been really impressive this year, obviously with his numbers passing and whatnot. I think, you know, with Cleveland secondary, um, being kind of similar to Seattle was, I'm going to go bold right here and say Dak Prescott throws for 500 yards and five touchdowns. You know, I keep hearing a lot of people talking about Dak throwing over 500. You're the third person I've heard say Dak throwing over 500 this week as far as people. I mean, he's throwing for over 450 every game pretty much (laughs) up into this that's yeah yeah man yeah hey and can i can i give one little and my but my bold prediction is that 500 five touchdowns but can i give one real quick shout out to to me the comeback player of the year alvin smith yeah. who's fought demons for a long time hasn't played the game in five years leading the league in sacks right now is two sacks next week a little side uh side bold prediction there i like it I like it. I mean, I mean, we don't need to write No, that I got down, you. I got you. I'm just – yeah, yeah. A little one on the side. Down, so. One on the side. Something we'll be keeping an eye on. Go, how can somebody go five years out of the league right now? And then just and jump in like that. And jump in like that and just show what he had and, and did. Fought his demons, and hopefully he continues to fight those demons and stay where he's at. Hopefully. What do you got, I agree. Wes? I agree. I want to. I want to see your bold prediction. All right, man. I said keep. You know, keep it tuned with Seattle, man. This is my bold prediction. I have Russell Wilson not once, but now twice throwing five touchdowns, no picks, and over 400 yards in this game as they get the win over the Dolphins. I have. That'll give him 19 touchdowns in the year. And he's gonna. Years. He is going to continue to dominate this league. And I'm going to do everything in my power to try and get him on the show this year. I'm going to do everything in my power to try and make that happen. I'm going to aggressively, you and I, since we talked to Nick, you know, personally, we got to get If we get him on the show. It would be fantastic. We're going to get him on the show. It's going to happen. That is our goal. You heard it here first. Book it with Wes. Five touchdowns and no picks. Five touchdowns, no picks, 400 yards at least passing in a win over Miami Dolphins. He gets the job done. He gets some running running room too. 
Remember, Chris Carson's a little bit injured, so Carlos Hyde's going to be carrying the load in that game too. Plus, you have a great Metcalf and Lockett wide receiver combo that's really showing up. And they don't sleep on Olsen too, man. He's underneath, and he's still there, and he's still a threat. So don't sleep on him as well. But that's going to wrap it up, man. That's going to wrap hey, up. Hold on. Months. Before you wrap it up, though, let me ask you a question about this. Though. Talk to me. That tackle on uh, Seahawks, Cowboys, uh, on ahead. Carson. Yeah. It's not, I thought it was, I, it's not pretty. Being a, being, a, being a Cowboys fan, and that's obviously been all around Twitter and it's been everywhere. social oh, media yeah. and all that, I do not approve at all. I hope not. Being a, Dallas, being a Dallas Cowboys fan and all that, that is not – that should not be in our game. He should be suspended. I do not approve on any of that right there. And you know what? I'll, I'll tell everybody else right off the bat. You messaged me the second that happened, and you said, I'm not cool with that at all. That's exactly yeah. what you said, and I was, I was like, I agree. That's just terrible, man, and I wanted to see more looks of it because I kind of caught it in a flash, and I was like, oh, what happened? Looked like he kind of turned his leg a little bit there, and then I read more into well, it, and I, I mean, watched him more. He turned it like three times. All that. Exactly. That oh, absolutely. Absolutely I'm, it was. I'm a homer. I'm a homer on my team. I love my team and all that. Yeah, it's okay to love your I team, but there's right and wrong, and that was wrong. I call I call a spade a spade. That was there you right. go. There you go. There you go. 100%, man. 100%. Well, we're going to get the picks put up on the website, at uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. And we'll get Matt's picks up as well. Remember, he does have Denver getting the win. And, hey, we'll see what his lock is this weekend and uh, see if he goes to 4-0. and Bobby, you know, I was looking at the stats. And last year, you you had uh, take out the tie as a win, and you had the exact same record at this point last year. I'm consistent, bro. You are consistent, man. I, got, I, I was a couple games better, and Matt was one game worse. So it's that close, you know, from, from season to season. And if we go by last season's projections, we're going to have a rough week this week. We're both, we're all three of us are looking at 500 weeks. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, for Bobby, for Bobby, I'm Wes. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. We'll see you next week. Extra point.